I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. In this episode, I'm chatting with my new good friend, Desiree Ford. We're talking brain injury recovery and how she's taking full advantage of her second chance at life. Boom, intro done. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good about that. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Every single week I say it, every single week I mean it. Very special episode with me, not live here, in a whole other place is my good friend Desiree. What's up, Desiree? Oh, just chilling, Joe. Actually, <laughs> um, in a whole different place, meaning a whole different country as well. Wait, different country? Where are you? Canada. Oh, that's right. You're a crazy Canuck. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, Desiree, you're one of those. I'm one of, yeah, I'm one of the the, da- the dangerous species. Yeah, 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 you guys are like over, like overtly nice. So I'm like, clearly there's something wrong with 90% of these people. Well, <laughs> not if you have a brain injury. That's true. That's very true. So that being said, Desiree, how are you part of this beautiful, amazing community? Right. Well, this is... Uh, a very tricky story to sum up in few words, but uh, so 2018, May of 2018, I was in a fatal car accident. I was the only survivor out of the driver and my puppy that was riding along with us. The car flipped a couple times in a freshly planted field. So that was really, really, really dirty, which then resulted in a lot of infection and stuff. And so, yeah, the car rolled a couple times. And then, um, yeah, so paramedics came and got me, picked me up. And they thought about taking me to the hospital closest to the city near me. But they knew from my wounds that I needed legit care. And so they took me to 
another hospital in a city further away from me that has much more to offer. So they took me there and then I was on the table for, I always get this number wrong, but I want to say six hours. Maybe it was five, six, Mm -hmm. five or six hours. And then I was then in a coma for 20 days, 21 days. And it was just on or off. Doctors didn't know if I was going to wake up or survive or be paralyzed or be brain damaged or, you know, it was just a big question. No one had answers. So, um, but then I woke up and everything was great. It all starts with, with waking up. So after your brain injury, because this was a, this wasn't just like a little crash. This was like a severe crash. And unfortunately, you know, someone lost their lives and you lost uh, your, your puppy in this accident. Your, your wounds were severe. These weren't just a few cuts and bruises. Can you talk a little bit about some of the wounds that, that occurred during your crash? Right. So yeah, because of the dirty field that we rolled in, I was really at risk of losing a leg in which case, actually, I did lose a couple inches of bone thanks to the infection. So my right leg is shorter than my left. So I have to uh, get customized shoes for that. But so that's really cool. And then my left arm was basically ripped to shreds. It was hanging on by maybe an inch. Yes. So doctors, their prognoses were. Yeah, she won't keep the arm. And then uh, a a while later, okay, she'll keep the arm, but she'll never use it. And so now I give them all the middle finger with my left hand. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. Hey, they can say what they want. You had it in you to keep on pushing and fighting. And there you are flipping off doctors with the arm that they said you were going to lose or never use. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. Yes. And if anything, before my accident, I was 100% right hand dominated, which I am still today. But I would Mm -hmm. say that since my accident, because of working my left arm so much, I would say that I am like 50-50, generally the same amount in my left hand that I am with my right. So I'm like, I'm pretty dominant with both. Which is you're a miracle. You you really are a a miracle, you know. And I I, I'll say this: when I say your your wounds were severe, you have the scars to prove. To prove, yes. One thing that I do love, and I seriously, and I love this about you, and I've always really appreciated uh, about you, like you don't run from this stuff. You celebrate your scars, Mm -hmm. and uh, okay. So a lot of us in the community, there's shame attached to scars there's embarrassment right there's uh like there's just so much discomfort attached and you just show them off because it's like almost like a badge of honor i appreciate that i think that's amazing and i have definitely had to work 
toward feeling that. Like, obviously, at the very beginning, I abs when I finally was able to really focus and really take in what I was seeing when I looked in the mirror, I absolutely hated my body. It was such a negative experience. Like, I thought that I was really shameful of my body before my accident, and <laughs> it was nowhere near what I felt afterward with all of my scars. And then it was just like a year and a half, two years later, I was, it's just like my brain completely flipped and I looked at my body and I thought, wow, this is a body that no one has ever, no one has ever seen a body like this before. So why the hell what I hate on it. It is incredible. It is magical. I have a killer bod now, thanks to my accident. <laughs> hey, I, I I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I I can't tell you how empowering it is, how impactful it is that you're just show you're so you love your body. You show you show the scars. And it's inspiring to watch because not just I understand. I know so many people who are watching you on your journey are like, wow, she's showing that off. And they're, they're, her scars are so beautiful. So are mine. When I see. OK, so there, there are some things that people run from. People run from gray hair. People run from wrinkles. People run from scars. I don't run from any of that stuff because when I see gray hair, I'm like that person has experienced something same thing with scars and and wrinkles you've been through something if you see somebody with no grays no wrinkles no scars how boring is that ken doll barbie doll looking person right mm -hmm. i'm much more interested in somebody who has something on them right so like hey you have the hey what tell me your story how did this come about like i i love that you do have this one thing that i thought was fascinating with your arm where you can kind of see the tendons move. Yes. That's so, okay. Yes. And I say this in the most respectful, loving way. It's so fucking weird, but it's a me. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it right now. <laughs> it's so cool. Really. It's the coolest thing. Like it, it really is. And it, it really warms my heart. I'm so thankful that you see it the way that I see it. That's beautiful. And I love that you show that off. And and I, I'm just really thankful. If you had something to say to somebody who has a scar, if if you could tell them something about their scar, who's a little bit ashamed, a little bit embarrassed, what would you tell them? I would tell them that, just like you said, scars tell stories. And you should never, you should never feel like shame about a scar because obviously it got you to where you are right now. So clearly it's meant something. And even if where you are right now isn't where you want to be and there is a negative part of it, it's just the journey along the way. That's it yes. shows the journey. You know, it's what's it's not funny. It's just I, I say silly. It's not silly. They're my feelings. And I'm trying to really like embrace them just like all of us. We should embrace all of our feelings. I had a shunt put in my brain after my stroke. So it was to drain the excess brain, blood, blood from my brain, blah, 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 blah. So I have this little teeny tiny scar. It's like this big. It's literally about an inch. 
And I freaked out every time I would go in public because I, I didn't want people to see it. In my mind, it was just like I was the elephant man. Right? right. I was just like, I'm hideous. Please don't look at me. Every time I would see that scar, it would remind me that I almost died. And I would just break down. So I kind of ran from it early on. It wasn't until after, you know, uh, Felice, my significant other, she called it my Harry Potter scar. And she said I was the boy who lived. It wasn't until that moment where I was like, I I, that's what it is. I was so reminded of n- almost dying that I didn't realize, you know, what's beautiful about it. It's the fact that I lived and mm-hmm. I love that you realize that, you know, like the, the, the scars that you have, they're not reminding you of when you almost died. They're pointing out that you lived, that you survived, that you're here. And I fucking love that about you. Yes. So speaking of my scars, my lovely scars, I have actually, instead of just appreciating them, I'm going to, yeah, the, the next level and I'm getting ink and tattooing around them and stuff. So yeah, I have a lot of plans and my, yeah, my next tattoo appointment is actually next week to continue a huge uh, pattern, not pattern, word, word finding, a huge project. I, I- I love, I love this, this, the process of finding words. So again, this is another brain injury thing that, so I, I, I love these moments, not because it's like, oh, you're struggling to find a word. No, no, no. I love that we can talk about this stuff. Right. And it's, there's not, there's no embarrassment here. There's no shame. It's beautiful that your neurons are reconnecting to find that word. I love that. So yes. are you getting your, are you getting your entire back done? Well, um, yeah, pretty much. I have wings because mm-hmm. from the beginning, I was compared to a phoenix because phoenixes die and come back to life. And they lost my pulse three times in the helicopter and four times on the table. So I'd say that I've come back to life a couple times. So yes, I'm getting big wings on my back and they're actually done now just when I go back and have my session with my tattoo artist next week she'll take pictures and then she will promote my wings and yeah they're they're beautiful they are gorgeous that's that's amazing well when you uh, uh send over pictures and we'll when the episode releases we'll post it in all the socials and everything so everybody can see the the this beautiful artwork so I do have a suggestion I was just throw this out there all right you know okay. how like you can see the tendons in your arm? Yes. Right? Terminator tattoo, right? Okay, so here's the thing, <laughs> Joe. You know a lot about um Marvel, Marvel? Yes, Marvel. And I don't and I don't care to know. So Oh, oh why? Oh. There's why a problem, would you Joe? repeatedly stab me in the face? Why? I thought we were friends. I thought we were family. I thought we were homies. And I have, <laughs> to be fair, I do have like a, a little tad bit of reasoning for that. Okay. Okay. Um, my accident was on May 4th. Mm-hmm. So may the 4th be with you. Be with you. So I I feel like I, I, I wasn't like a Lord of the Rings Star Wars. I don't even know what one it is. <laughs> But I wasn't a fan before, but I feel like I just, I, I shouldn't be a fan now. 
Okay. Hey, that's, that's fair. Not all of us enjoy happiness, fun, and good things in life. You know, I'm just saying. I would just say that (laughs) I enjoy happiness and fun and joy in a very, in a different way than you, Joe. And I appreciate that. I do. And, you know, like deep down and stop there. (laughs) End, End your sentence. (laughs) <laughs> I will say deep down inside, I will always resent you for that. But no, I, I appreciate that you're sticking by your guns and you're like, you know what? There's not into that nerdum. I respect yeah. that. Respect it a hundred percent. And I'll make fun of your nerdum later for sure. So this has been, you're going on four years now post brain injury. Yes. So you mentioned <laughs> you have one leg shorter than the other. So there's some physical deficits there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how badly does that affect your, your walking? Right. So I am very lucky to live so close by a custom shoe place. Yeah. Where they, they add a lift to the shoes that they sell. And normally I'm so lucky. Normally when you have places like that, that add a lift, um, and they provide you with shoes, the shoes that you have to choose from are shit. Yes. But this place has some rocking shoes and I am so, so lucky. So yeah, I have very stylish shoes that no one else has because they don't go to custom orthotics and they don't have to add a lift to their shoes. So yeah, I have rocking shoes. It's good. Okay. I'm just going to point. So obviously besides the fact that you're not like, kind of like the nerd that I wish you were, I am a huge fan of yours because of that attitude. That attitude, it means the world to me. Like, I I love it. I wish more of us in the community had that where it's like, yeah, this part sucks. But you know what? There's a silver lining in almost anything and everything. Right. We can focus on all these awful things. We can focus on the what our brain injuries have taken from us or and the things that we don't have. Or we can focus on what we have. You know, what was given to us, right? Different perspective. The fact that we can appreciate little things in life more than anyone can. And the fact that, hey, okay, I have a leg shorter than the other. I have to have custom-made shoes. But you know what? I get to have custom-made shoes. Like, How cool is that? Yeah. Like, what kind of celebrity I, life are you living right now? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go deeper into that because that just brought up my like the biggest part of my life. So when I was released from the hospital and I came home, things were so bad. (laughs) Just mentally, I was in the darkest place. It hurt my heart that I had lived. And I, I, (laughs) I remember, so it took um, quite a bit for me to learn how to walk up my 16 stairs up to the second floor where my mom and I reside. Yeah, so I had to really work on that. And 16 stairs is a lot of stairs, but I finally did it. So then when I would come down the stairs, I had to pay a lot of attention, put more focus on coming down um, because, you know, obviously falls. Gravity. Yeah. So I remember specifically thinking in my head, and I don't think I'll ever lose this memory going down the stairs at the very beginning when we first got home and thinking I so badly want to just let myself go and fall. But then I was like, do I really think that 
a fall down 16 stairs would take my life after I survived a horrific car accident that took the life of others. Mm. Like, I, and I just thought, I slapped myself in the face and I thought, Desiree, you silly goose. Falling down 16 stairs is not going to take your life. You are a superwoman. So I hate to break it to you, but you're just going to have to motor on through it and feel sad, but things just have to get better. And hopefully they will. And they sure did, Joe. I'm so glad I didn't fall down my 16 stairs. I, I am so thankful too. And I almost just broke down right now. That's just such a beautiful realization in recovery. Cause I think a lot of us, I, and I can't speak for any of us. I, I speak for myself. I have a lot of survivor's guilt. Like I do because I've made such good friends in our community. And a lot of them have had the same type of stroke that I've had, but their bodies are decimated. They yeah. have never known what it's like to feel one of their sides anymore. You know, one of my really good friends, Noreen, um, artist from Australia, she had her stroke when she was two years old. And she's never known what it's like to feel one side of her body. And here I am. I have this, you know, this hemorrhagic stroke and I am fine. I don't want to say I'm fine. I have issues with my right hand. I, my cognitive, my memory is like the worst. I have like issues there, but you know, even uh, like my friend, Maddie, Maddie had the exact same, same type of stroke that I had. And Maddie is physically uh, affected. She's trying to gain back her left side. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com slash the neuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get in the thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to learn more. Use special code the neuronerds when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash the neuronerds to get started. So I have a lot of guilt. I'm like, why me? Like, why why did I make it? Why but what helped me is really, okay, instead of asking why me, okay, I'm here. So what's the reason I'm like, what, what am I going to do with this opportunity now? Am I just going to squander it or am I going to do it to figure out why I'm here? And I kind of, for me, I think I made it to help our community and that's what I choose to do every single day. And I think it's disrespectful for me personally. Again, these are just my beliefs. I think it's disrespectful for me to just get stuck in the, oh, woe is me. Why me? Why? I, I think for the people who have suffered and for all these awful things for sadly for the people that didn't even make it, I'm here to live for them as well. Like the, the reason is like, I I'm here to live uh, the best life that I could possibly live and show other people out there that, Hey, you can do the exact same thing. Right. And you just have to remind yourself that wherever you are in your situation, it could be so much worse. Agreed. Uh, agreed. You might, you know, think of that and think, no, I don't want to think like that. I don't, I want to take all the pity, like <laughs> feel all the bad stuff for me. No, 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 no. But it's true. Yeah. You could be, you could be dead and you're not. So 
what are you going to do about that? Yeah. Yeah. Look, we, we, so I, I say it like constantly now, you know, we, you and I, we have every right in the world, you specifically to wake up and be like, you know what? Fuck. Everything sucks. Fuck everything yes. sucks. <laughs> yes. Every single day you have the right to do that. And people would literally sit back and go, yeah, I get it. You know, it's, it sucks. Things are, are terrible. You know what that would be though? That would be pity. Mm. People would pity you and they would feel for you. They would feel bad, but they would more pity you. Like, wow, that's really hard. And I understand why she's so angry and upset and mad and bitter. I, we're better than that. We, we have an opportunity. We have a choice. And I think the choice mm. you and I both made is to be better, is to live life, right? Not complain about the things we don't have, but focus on the things that we do have. So, and yeah. I, and for me, it even gets so basic mm-hmm. as sometimes it's like, you know what? I woke up this morning. It's time to celebrate. I opened my eyes. I, 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 I can move. Like these are all beautiful things mm-hmm. that we should celebrate all the time. Um, and I, I'm really happy that you found that because not all of us find that. A lot of us just get stuck in that, that anger and that, that bitterness. I'm so happy that you found it. Yes, thank you very much. So I've recently had a celebration, a huge celebration that you may have seen on my Instagram. But anyway, so my accident was in 2018 when I was four and a half credits short of graduating grade 12. And so since the accident, like when I was released from hospital, it wasn't too much longer after that that I started really bugging mom about, okay, mom, I really want to finish high school, please. And so we did our best to find a program that would allow me to finish my high school courses. And let me tell you, holy shit, it is so difficult to find a schooling program that will take brain injury into consideration. Yeah. yeah. That is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Agre- agree. It, it makes me just flabbergasted. You know, I, I think there is no effing way that any student who has a brain injury has already graduated high school. That, oh, but anyway, I did it and I booked a Walmart photo session to have my graduation pictures taken, which was awesome. Yay! And yes, the, the photographer, the guy who took my pictures was a really big fan. And he said, you were probably the most fun person I've ever taken pictures with because I had a blast. And he put things on my head like like rubber ducks and like an apple and a book. And then I gave the middle finger. And so it was a very fun photo session. <laughs> it was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> That makes me, that makes me so happy. Not the fact that schools don't take in a brain injuries into consideration. Can I tell you the problem there? <clears throat> it's the problem that we have over and over and over again. A brain injury is an invisible ailment. You can't see the 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 deficits with most brain like not most. I don't want to say most. I want to say some brain injuries, right? So people will look at you and oh yeah, but you look so normal. You know, you'll show off. Oh well, you have scars. Okay, so they'll take your scarring more serious than the cognitive issues that you have 
with your brain. Which is way bigger. Serious, but people don't understand it. People will see somebody in a wheelchair and say, yes, that person has a disability, right? They, they have deficits. They can't see somebody with a brain injury. So, well, yeah, but you're, you're fine. You look fine. It's like, yeah, but looks are literally skin deep. The issues are behind our eyes, right? The issues are, are in our brains. The way we process things, the way that we, we the fatigue, the fog, the like, it, none of it makes sense. I understand it because I live it. Most normies, people without brain injuries, most normies out there, they, they can't understand and they don't, they don't really take enough time to take a step back and try to understand. So I'm sorry that you had to deal with, with that shit. But I am very proud of you that you got through it. Yes, I did it. So that just reminded me of something I wanted to share about my story because it is so cool, but poopy, but very cool. So talking about like the the brain and how nobody can notice your brain injury just by you walking around. So speaking of the brain, the brain is absolutely remarkable. Did you know? <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So because of my brain injury, my body was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Things are really wrong here. I must fix. So it sent a bunch of calcification, which is bones. It sent a bunch of calcification to places in my body thinking, oh, well, the body needs more bones, so let's just send it all. But it sent it to the wrong places. So two most important places mm-hmm. where it sent extra bone in my body was my my leg. Right. Now, instead of just having my leg bones, I have bones also grow, growing, like bridging them. So like vertical and horizontal. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So I have the strongest leg of anyone, probably. And then also, my brain did the same thing with my very, very, very ruptured, broken, almost gone arm. Mm -hmm. It did the same thing where it put bones in the wrong places going the wrong way. And so then I had three or four arm surgeries to repair that and take away those bones that were going the wrong way and to make everything normal. And to think that that all just came from my brain being knocked around. That is insane. Like, yeah, so you can lift 300. Oh yeah. I grow extra bone. <laughs> you're like, you're like an X-Men. You don't know what that means. Cause you're not in a Marvel. It pisses me off, but whatever. That's fine. You know what's really crazy? I think your brain needed some GPS to send everything to the right spots. <laughs> also, I hope nobody ever pisses you off because I don't think they would survive a kick by you with that powerful, like, titanium leg. Yes. Oh, I fully agree. Thank you, Joe, for putting that into my mind. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like you have like the, this, this, this built in weapon, use it to protect yourself. Use it for good. <laughs> you can be like a vigilante <laughs> for the brain injury community. No, the, the, the brain is fascinating. So what, what blows my mind is the fact that, okay, like neurospasticity. I always get that word wrong. I hope I said it the right way. If not, it's fine. You guys know what I'm talking about where the brain can like relearn things. 
what what I didn't understand uh, or take over for things. So like when my brain was bleeding, all of those neurons, they died. That's it. Like they just drowned, which sounds horrible because I just picture these little tiny, cute little neurons, <laughs> like, like just drowning in pools of blood. So what happens is the other neurons in your brain will take over for those guys and they'll kind of like bridge the gaps, which I just thought was amazing. That's why we're so exhausted early in recovery, because our brains are literally working out as heavy as our brains can work out to get us back and functional. The, the the brain is the most amazing thing in the world. Like we can do anything with this. Like we really can. So I that being said, I love that you've chosen to use your brain for positivity and to focus on happy things because we can sh- look, we, if you focus on negativity and things that are awful, you're going to feel horrible. You're going to feel terrible. If you focus on things that are positive and bring you joy, you're going to have a fulfilling, happy beautiful life and i love that you're such a positive person considering the horrific shit that's happened in your life that just reminds me of a um a song as a kid i was in musical theater hardcore like heavy 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 and so i was charlie in charlie in the chocolate factory yes willy wonka uh, for those of you who don't know. And Charlie <clears throat> sang a song that was, think positive, think positive. And that's just a lot of in there. You have such a sweet voice. I didn't know that you were, you were a musician. See, the more and more I learn about you, this is this bad. What else don't I know about you, Desiree? <laughs> um, my family's super, uber, incredibly musical. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yes. My mom has been teaching piano since she was six or seven. And and then my bros are all guitarists. And we can all sing killer harmonies. Um, oh, you you guys are like the Van Trapps. Yeah, the Van, the Van Trapp family. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I am not that at all. Like cool. I'm an avid music listener. Yeah. My significant other just so happens to be a world-class musician. So like she gets like all the good stuff. Like I have to bounce her out. She's like so amazing that all my idiocy, like we kind of even each other out. Sure. Right. Oh, that's perfect. Like, it would be too much goodness. It would be too much goodness if she didn't have me to drag her down. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's awesome. Have you <clears throat> post brain injury? Have you picked up like new hobbies? Have you been like, you know what? I always wanted to do that. So I'm going to try that. Other than macrame. That's a great question. Those are the only kind of questions I ask. Right. <laughs> Good one, Joe. Really pumping your tires there, aren't you? <laughs> the most humble person you will ever meet. <laughs> um, yeah, no, apart from macrame. That's that's pretty much it. That's it. Is that something that is that something you did before your brain injury? Oh, I didn't you say that something that you like picked up after your brain injury? Right, right. Oh, yeah. So the macrame, that was a new thing that you did? Yes. Yeah, that was all. Oh, okay. So this was in my notes um, to bring this up. But have I not brain injury? Have I not said this yet? How I learned macrame? 
No, I want to learn how you learn macrame. Okay. <laughs> I did that earlier today um, when I, with my mom. I said, I, okay, this is just on my mind. Have I already said this? And I probably ask her that like once a week at least. Just checking in to see, okay, so what have I said? But my hand therapist is a classic love child born in like, you know, after after the war and stuff. So Mm -hmm. she was big in the 60s and 70s. That was her childhood. She, one day during our session, our hand therapy session, she, she introduced me to macrame. So we started out by making a plant hanger. And I had absolutely no interest at all because I'm not a plant person. And I feel Uh really out of the loop because I feel like I should be because I'm like, I'm a young, vibrant woman. So wouldn't it be so awesome if I had plants all around me and everything, but I'm not that person, but I can make a killer plant hanger, a macrame plant hanger. And so thanks to my hand therapist, she is the one who introduced me to um, my life now. Like that's, that's my hobby. That's what I do. Macrame actually um, helped improve me in a lot of ways. It healed me in so many ways, mentally, like for the brain, like figuring out knots and, and putting them in order and everything. And then also big time physically, because before I started macrame, I couldn't stand for more than two minutes. Um, my legs just couldn't handle it. And now right. I stand for literally like 12 hours a day, just macrame. So it's all thanks to macrame <clears throat> that I can stand for a time. <laughs> Who knew that macrame was such a cool thing? So, the, of course, the, you know, I, I, I mention this every single episode and I talk about, hey, what's your nerdum? So your nerdum would macrame. be not Marvel. No, not anything cool like same, that. Same first letter, though. That's true. Yep. That's true. Do you just take you take the Arvel out and you add acrame? <laughs> <laughs> so so your nerdum is 100 percent macrame now. I desperately want to make fun of you for that because my heart's full of hate. I'm a bit of a dick, right? But I can't because that's just such an amazing story. And I'm so thankful that you found macrame because it helped you in so many different ways. It helped your cognitive function. It helped physically, help you physically. It helped you emotionally. I love that. That brings me so much joy. All right. I will make fun of you a little bit. I make fun of there is this just epidemic of beautiful, young, amazing, vibrant women who just choose to be 85-year-old women, right? I just think it's so funny. Every, not every single one, so many of my people, most of them in the brain injury community, it's like, hey, what what, what, what hobbies do you have? And they're like, oh, I knit. Oh, I crochet. Oh, I macrame. I was like, do you, old lady? Is it, are, are you making doilies? Are you drinking insure? while eating hard candy and maybe making yourself a lime Ricky grandma. So (laughs) I make fun of Felice constantly. So Desiree, this is one of my favorite stories. Okay. So my significant other, again, world-class musician, she's traveled the world. She's just been like, just, she's a rock star. We had a day cause she's always busy constantly. We had one day where we had nothing to do, nothing. So I told her, I was like, Hey, 
You have nothing to do, nothing on a schedule. You're not touring. What do you want to do? Anything you want to do, let's do it. And she literally, she sat back and she went, you know, feels like a little women type of day. She put in little women and she knitted for like eight hours. Wow. That's just sitting there. And so people ask me all the time, like, oh my God, it must be amazing to date such a, like an amazing rock star. I was like, no, we watch little women and we knit. That's what we do in our spare time. So I understand the joy that macrame must bring you because it does knitting and crocheting is the same for her. And it's, I think it's beautiful because it's also a creativity. It's a a certain amount of art that you're creating. And it's such a beautiful thing. I don't have it in me, but I will, you know, as I say that while making fun of you at the same time. Yeah. Before (laughs) the accident, dance was obviously my art. It was Mm. what I did all the time. Every minute of every day, dance is my art. So then after I, in my very depressive state, I was like, well, shit. Now I can't do a single goddamn thing because I can't move on my own. So I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I can't dance like I used to ever. Um, but that was my art form. And now I would say that like macrame is right up there with what dance was. That's my art form now. It's fucking amazing. And it makes me really, really happy. And again, th- this is why I appreciate you so much. You can, and you have the right to be like, fuck, <laughs> everything sucks. Ah, I just want to dance. Cool. So you're unable to dance the way that you used to. Now you, you can never dance again. Yeah. It's you're unable to dance the way that you once did. Yes. That was a release for you. That was a creative release. So what you did is you found another creative release instead of just getting stuck. I want to be able to do that. Okay. I can't do that. At least I can't do that right now. So let me find something else and you did this is this is inspiring okay and this is what i want every like all everybody listening to this tell your friends tell your neighbors tell everybody if you can't do a thing find another thing you're wasting time just getting stuck on I just want to be able to do that thing again. It's like, cool. I'm not saying don't try to do that thing. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support? Well, the neuro nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag #YouSoRock Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash YouSoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at joesorocks.com slash YouSoRock. And submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. But if you can't do it currently, you can always try to find something else. And you you look, Desiree is living proof that you can find just as much joy and happiness in something else. This is growth. This is what life is. This is why we made it back. Right. We're we're evolving as people. And I just think that's so beautiful. I'm so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Everything you just said was fantastic. Superb. Great. You're just like the 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 the, the coolest person, I, and I'm I'm so appreciative of you, and I'm so thankful that you allow me to make fun of your uh, macrame huh. <laughs> because <laughs> I was going to anyway. Yeah, thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> normally you say at the end of your episodes that you reach out to yeah, which you do. Um, you do reach. I'm a psychopath to every like brain injury um, nerdum that you have in your community you reach out to them but i reached out to you and that was pretty cool 
I do say this frequently in the episodes and I say it, I reach out to you guys and eventually I'll find you, I hope, but reach out to me. I'm a pretty kind person and it helps me. And honestly, and I, and I say this like with a, a full heart, I'm so thankful that you reached out and connected because I really think the world of you and I, I don't just consider you, you know, like I, I, I really truly think the world of you. I speak about you frequently. I talk about where you were, where you're like, I, I, I do. And I'm so thankful that you connected with me because you're part of my extended family now. And, and I, I love that. And I'm so thankful that you were able to come on the show and share a, you know, a little bit of your story at some point, I'd love to have you back on the show and we can like touch base and talk a little bit further about like where you're going in your journey. But, but really thank you for be, for having it in you to reach out to me. Cause I know a lot of us don't have it in us to reach out to like a stranger. That's why I'm like that crazy, creepy weirdo to reach out to everybody. But, it, but it, it's really meant the world to me. And, you know, you, you've become a friend of mine. And I'm, I'm just just so so thankful for that. So speaking of reaching out, if the people wanted to reach out to you, how would they do that? Oh, my. Oh, I've been looking forward to this so much. Oh, my God. OK, so um, <laughs> my Instagram handle is my name. But the first initials of my first and last name are switched. So instead of Desiree Ford, it's Desiree Dord. I, I like that. That actually That's kind of hurt my brain a little bit. Cool. cool. <laughs> so that'll, that'll be in the show notes. And if you want to attempt to reach out to my tiny, beautiful ass kicking co-host, Lauren, you can try to at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joseph rocks on all the socials. You can reach out to us, the neuro nerds at the neuro nerds everywhere. Desiree, honestly, like I, I'm just so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for your your energy, for for your attitude, for the way you you look at life, for your positivity. It's inspiring. It inspires me, and I know it's going to inspire so many others in the community. We are family. So thankful that you reached out to me. I really am. You big macrame nerd. <laughs> and I can't wait to hear more and see more of your journey because it has been. Beautiful. Desiree, on that almost emotional note, because it just really, it means the world to me that you reached out and we connected in this way. This neuro nerd is out. Yay! Desiree is so cool. We, <laughs> we made it work. We made it happen. Finally. <laughs> we, just, despite technical issues... If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 